Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchisee of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. What kind of a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50% of their life savings just as they near retirement? It's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. There are no guarantees. It's important that people deal with someone to make sure to provide lifetime income. Lifetime income. And now to our story. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income store located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, how are you today? I hope you're well, enjoying this Saturday morning. I know I'm grateful and thankful to have you here with me. And maybe the next 30 minutes, I can just share with you some things that maybe are common sense, but they are common sense departures from conventional thinking. Ways to get you from where you are to where you want to be. And if I can be of some assistance and I can help give you those ideas, I really want to do it. Now, remember that every episode each Saturday morning is powered by the Retirement Income Store. And if you're unfamiliar with them, if you're within five years of retirement, you know, education is key. And the Retirement Income Store is there to help educate you on what it's going to take to retire in today's era. So I encourage you, go to their website, theretirementincomestore.com, where I know you'll find a wealth of common sense information that's easy to understand that will make sense to you so that you can have the retirement that you've always dreamed of. Now, I've got a special surprise for all of you today, and it's having my business partner, Amanda Johnston. Nice to have you on the program this morning. Hello. Thanks, Matthew, for having me. Absolutely. So today... You know, we kind of brainstormed before the radio show that we want to be able to, number one, identify what's on everybody's mind right now. I had a client last week that it was kind of rough around the corners, but I think he said it very eloquently. He said what all my clients are thinking right now as it pertained to prices, you know, prices at the grocery store, prices at the gas station. He said, it's not that I can't afford it. It's that it makes me mad. And I think he really was being genuine in that. It makes us mad when we look at gas prices at $3.89 a gallon. Like we know it's not necessary. We know that if it was necessary, we wouldn't have had, you know, the gas prices that we did just a year ago. And now we've got today's gas prices. And though we can point a lot of fingers and we can say, well, you know, it's because of Ukraine and Russia. We know better than that. We know that there's a lot of things that are just causing all the costs to go up for us, whether it's medicine, whether it's food, groceries, whatever. So today we wanted to dedicate this program, and I'm basically calling it Finding Money in Tough Times. 
I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out. Again, that's 866-290-3837. You know, there's always ways that we can think outside of the box. We can find a way to either save money, which leaves more money in our pocket, or there's ways for us to be able to create money. We have to sometimes be creative. We won't go into all the different ways that you can create money because I'm sure if you're retired today, you don't want to go back out to work, right? You don't want to do that to create money, but we're going to share some, I think, practical ideas for you. So the first one that we talked about was budgeting. You know, you're a financial advisor, you're a fiduciary, just like I am. How important is budgeting to you as a person? Well, I mean, budgeting is kind of a fundamental cornerstone to really minding your money and being a good steward of your money. And I always find that when clients come in to see us or we are meeting someone new who's preparing for retirement, they either might have a really good handle on their numbers or they might not really have a good handle on their numbers. It's usually one pendulum or the other. So really understanding where you're spending your money is very, very important when you're starting to plan for how much income you need in retirement. You know, anyone can throw darts at the board, but you need to be able to understand where your target is so you can get as close to that bullseye as possible. I really agree with that. And you know, what's unfortunate is I think budgeting and money management used to be something that was taught in schools many years ago. I don't know that it's necessarily being taught anymore. And I think that people understand it's like estate planning, right? They know it's important, but they just don't do it because it takes some effort, right? Mm -hmm. And usually some discipline. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And that's not very pleasant very often, but we need to have a good working knowledge of how much money is coming in. Most of us already know that. But then we need to have a good working knowledge of where those dollars are going. And I cannot emphasize enough, it's not what we expect, but rather it's what we inspect. And I think a budget does that. It puts the magnifying glass on us. And so if you had a choice between seeing clients who did do budgeting and seeing clients who didn't, what would you prefer to work with? Well, honestly, the ones that don't have a budget, I would say they probably need the most help. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the ones that do have the budget, it just makes the process even more streamlined because they know that target. We know exactly what to aim for. And when they do stop working, we have a really clear path on how we need to go to replace that income when their paychecks stop. I would agree with that. And I would say that same thing. It always takes a little bit longer when you're working with a client who's not budgeted And sometimes there's even a little bit of resistance when you suggest to them that they need to get a handle on their numbers and they need to budget because Mm -hmm. they want us to tell them, okay, do I have enough to retire? But if I don't know what we're working with and I don't know what their aim is, I don't know what their target is Mm -hmm. for income per month, it makes it really, really difficult. Well, today, it seems like everything is costing us more. But here's what I've learned in my own personal life. Sometimes there's things that the budget will reveal that I was spending more money on than I anticipated or I even thought. I didn't even realize it until the budget showed me that I was spending more money on this. And I go, ooh, there's a red flag. There's something that I should really look into and see if I can fix that problem. And the sooner we can do this, I think the easier and more habitual it gets. It becomes a habit for us. And now we understand what's allowable, what's not. It doesn't mean that the budget runs our lives 
But really, the budget is the thing that gives us the structure. I think that that's an important component. Absolutely. And I also want to make note that there's a lot that we can control. So you want to control the controllables, but there's a lot that's really out of our control, like inflation. That's kind of the big topic here and what we're talking about here today. Bacon. Bacon at the grocery store is up approximately about 16% in price. So when they say that inflation is at, say, 7%, I'm afraid that there's a lot of goods, services, gas, groceries, things like that, that are well beyond that 7% increase in cost. So sometimes our budget, you know, we're at the mercy of our budget, but also there's a lot of things that we really cannot control and we have to plan for those unforeseen events. Unforeseen yeah. events. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the second thing that we talked about was life insurance. And I know that for you listening, you're like life insurance. Like, what does that have anything to do with inflation? Well, Amanda, you shared with me a couple of weeks ago about a case that you had that I thought was interesting enough because I've seen this too is, you know, in my 20 plus years of being a fiduciary, I've seen a lot of situations that I felt, gosh, this is just maybe a one-off situation, but it sounds as though potentially we can run into more and more of these situations as individual clients get older. So kind of share what your experience was with this client and what it revealed to you. So I had a gentleman a few months ago now, but he had quite a few policies with a fraternal organization, life insurance policies. And I swear this guy collected life insurance policies like some people collect stamps. He just had quite a handful of them. And he had built up quite a nice cash value in each single policy. And he was still paying premiums. And that surprised me. I mean, this guy has worked his entire life, been paying premiums for quite a while, and he's about to step into retirement. And the questions that I posed to him, you know, does he need the coverage still? Does he still carry a lot of debt? And really a few ideas that I had thrown at him, one of them was to just stop paying the premium. You see, with whole life policies, usually there's a cash value that is carried with them. And that was the case for this gentleman. What we could do is just allow the cash value to essentially pay the premium for him. It was a self-sustaining policy, and he didn't need to funnel any more of his income into that policy. It was already good to go, and it could last for the rest of his life without him dropping another dime into that policy. So how did he go about doing that? Like, What was the process that he went through in order to fix that problem? So what you would need to do in something like this is you'll need to call the life insurance company that you're with, whoever that is, and they should be able to order for you what's called an in-force illustration. So very simply, that's just showing you where your policy is, giving you all of the numerical data and showing you how long that life insurance policy will last, whether you pay your premium or whether you don't. It gives you the tangible numbers to know if your life insurance policy is sustainable with just the cash value in the policy. So basically, this gentleman had developed enough cash value that what you're saying is that he really didn't need to be continuing to pay premiums into his life insurance policy, but rather the cash value was sufficient to basically make those policies run for the rest of his life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, is there any other way to solve this issue if we've got life insurance? And maybe we don't have multiple policies like this guy. Maybe we just had one, you know, decent sized life insurance policy that we've carried, you know, since our 30s when we had a family. Mm -hmm. What are some issues that you see there? Well, if you're carrying a decent-sized cash value in a life insurance policy, 
Perhaps that life insurance policy isn't quite serving your needs now as you are entering in or maybe already in retirement. And what I find a lot of folks want to do is maybe they could take their cash value in one policy and they could do something called a 1035 exchange. What that is, is basically an exchange between life insurance policies, tax-free. And what that does is you can buy, say, a paid-up policy that, again, does not require any additional premium, but it's just a self-sustaining policy that is standalone and will last till maybe, you know, 100, 105. You can have different guarantees on a completely paid up new policy. And, you know, I think that that's a great idea because when you think about it, at least the situations that I've come across, many of those older life insurance policies, they were written pre-2001. And 2001 is kind of a big deal because in 2001, that's when the IRS forced life insurance companies to begin using a newer, more updated life expectancy report. And I don't know about your experience, but mine has shown me that today's newer policies are less expensive per thousand than those life insurance policies that were written back in, say, the 80s and the 90s. Because those policies back then were using a much shorter life expectancy. So if a person does what you say, what that means is they have an opportunity to take a policy that maybe they wouldn't ever be able to stop paying premium on. Mm -hmm. And they would be able to transfer that cash tax-free into a policy that could be completely and totally self-sustaining. No premiums. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty big because if you've been paying premiums, now you can go to have something that has a guarantee maybe longer than what your previous policy had. Yep. But here's the point. They no longer have to pay the premium. Now that policy premium is gone. They've basically gotten rid of it and they've served a purpose by either creating a better policy or they have created maybe even more death benefit. I've seen that happen yep, where they absolutely. have, you know, a hundred thousand, but now they're able to turn it into 125,000. And that was just simply by one simple investigation to see if they could do it. Mm -hmm. And then working with someone like us or another qualified agent that would be able to provide you the depth of bench, I guess, looking at other big life insurance players out there, because it's a competitive market. Insurance companies want that business and they're willing to buy for it. And you might be able to increase the amount of death benefit and get rid of your premiums. Yeah, that's, that means more income for you. That's a win-win all the way around. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Sit tight. We've got two more really super practical ways for you to be able to find money in tough times. You don't want to miss this one. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to our show today. And we've put together a companion report that goes with this show. It's called The Universe of Non-Stock Market Income Generating Alternatives. These investments are considered to have less risk of loss, and they're instruments that people invest in primarily for income. The universe of non-stock market income-generating alternatives is absolutely free to our listeners. So reach out to the show at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. 
and welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income store located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, thank you for joining us. And if you have stuck with us from the beginning, I really say thank you so much. And if you're just joining us, welcome to the program. This is the program where we help to provide you practical ways of being able to retire and to do it successfully, to do it with confidence. Now, many of you know that this program is powered by the Retirement Income Store. So if you're within five years of retirement, I really encourage you go to www.theretirementincomestore.com. You know how important education is. And being able to retire and retire successfully to get what you deserve, which is a retirement income that's going to last the rest of your life is something that is important enough to work for. It's important to be able to know what you need to know to make that dream occur and happen for yourself. And that's really what the retirement income story is. It's a group of fiduciaries who work for our clients to be able to provide them with the best advice and the best tools for their toolbox and to do it in such a way that it's in the best interest of the client, not that of the firm's. And I want to welcome back you, Amanda. You're my business partner, my fellow fiduciary. Glad to have you on the second half. You didn't run off. That's a good sign, I guess. And we were talking about, you know, how do we find money in tough times? It's tough everywhere, right? Gas prices, you mentioned bacon. That really infuriates me. Like, I love bacon. That's its own food group, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, you know, gas, we think about gas, it's up, what, like 100%, they say, from a year ago. Everything is more expensive. And you can't always work more hours, right? If you're already retired, how do you make that dime stretch? You know, it's so very difficult. So today's episode is really focused on trying to find money in the tough times. And you came up with some ideas, good ideas, about life insurance, but you had a few more that I wanted you to share. Yeah. So with life insurance, not sure if this is really a well-known fact, but Walt Disney himself actually took a loan from his whole life, life insurance policy in order to start his company. Now, I actually come across a lot of retirees who actually have the dream to become business owners in retirement, just to turn their hobby into something that they can actually do, you know, with their new free time. So Whether you're starting a business or you just need some funds to help you get from point A to point B, a loan on a life insurance policy is possible. And typically, they're going to really charge you less interest than, say, a bank would. I would agree with that. And you know, there's maybe another little facet there. You were talking earlier about whole life policies and how they pay dividends. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I think is so very important is the fact that you have an option as that policyholder to tell the company what to do with the dividend. So let's say that I'm retired. Let's say that I've got a whole life policy or maybe I got a few of them and I know that they're paying dividends, but they seem untouchable, right? I've never touched them. I don't know anything about them. What would your advice to me be if I needed more income? Yeah. So what usually happens when you are receiving a dividend from a whole life policy is that is just simply reinvested right back into, say, the cash value 
of that policy. So you have a couple of options. You can actually use that dividend that you're being paid to simply pay your premium. That puts income dollars right back into your pocket so that you can go spend them on something else way overpriced like bacon. (laughs) You could also use that dividend to just be paid directly to you. I think that's a great option. Most whole life policies, their dividends aren't anything spectacular, but you know, they could be say five to maybe a thousand dollars, maybe more depending on the size of the policy. And that could be a nice little bump, especially say around like Christmas time to pay for gifts for the grandkids, or maybe you just need a little bit extra to do a project that you're working on in retirement. Absolutely. And I think that that's kind of thinking outside of the box. Who would have ever thought that instead of just simply reinvesting that dividend back into my policy, I could just have it sent to me because I could definitely use it for putting gas in my car or whatever I need. Absolutely. I do find that Another thing that a lot of folks don't realize is that with life insurance, you can actually create income from that investment. If your needs have changed and you just simply don't maybe need that much death benefit for your family, maybe they're grown and out on their own and you don't have any more debt, you can actually annuitize cash value in a life insurance policy. And that will create for you a lifetime of income that you cannot live. So help me understand, help my listeners understand what is annuitization? What does that mean? So I've got this life insurance policy. Maybe I've paid premiums on it the last 20, 25, 30 years. I've got cash value in this policy. What do you mean by annuitization? What does that look like? Yeah. So in life insurance products and some annuities, basically what they do is they create a cash flow. So you've paid into, say, your life insurance policy for a good portion of your life. You've built up a cash value in your whole life policy. Well, if you've invested those dollars, you can simply do what's called annuitization and that policy is going to begin to pay you out your principal back to you. And with annuitization, usually you can get, say, lifetime income so that when that cash flow reaches zero, it's still going to continue to pay you. And that's important. That's something called a mortality credit. And it's something to really look at if you're really nervous about maybe outliving your principal. I think that that's a fantastic idea because how many of us have life insurance policies around and we may not actually need it. Like you said, you know, our debts are paid down. Maybe, you know, we've got our household in order. We're looking around. Our kids are doing well. They don't need hundreds of thousands of dollars of tax-free death benefit, but we're just worried about surviving the next month and being able to find a way to use that cash value to create that extra little income stream for us. And if what you said is true, that we can annuitize it, mm-hmm. man, that is spectacular. Absolutely. I would, I would say that that's a good idea. So if you have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed, I'm going to encourage you, do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some materials for you that I know will be of value And we'll email them to you or we'll toss them in the mail if you prefer. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. So I want to continue on with this idea of being intentional because that's really what it's all about. When you're in retirement, you have to be intentional. We talked about being intentional with a budget. We talked about being intentional to look for opportunities with the life insurance that we've already got. Maybe we can make it you know, self-sustaining. Maybe we can buy a bigger policy with the same amount of cash value that we have, no money out of our own pocket, and it's self-sustaining. It's going to carry on for a longer period of time. Maybe it's annuitizing. Maybe it's taking a loan. Maybe it's a taking a withdrawal. 
But what about investments? Well, I think that when it comes to our investments, we have to be super intentional. We have to be able to understand in the same way that you were intentional trying to invest for growth when you were in your working years and you had, you know, 20, 30 years of time to try to save for retirement. Now that you're getting close to retirement, you need to be super intentional to make that money that you've saved safe. But you need to go a step further. You need to make it intentionally produce income for you. Now, how does a person do that? So some of you are probably thinking, well, I'm already doing that, Matthew, because I'm already working with my advisor or I have found some income funds out there. So it's got to be creating income. The problem with that is that it could be just window dressing. It could be just lip service. You see, when we invest in things that are growth based, like, say, stock funds, mutual funds are a great growth tool. There's something for long term that can appreciate over the course of time. But once we get to retirement, we need that income. And we all need income. We want more income than we really need in retirement. That's how we have confidence to retire. We're in a pickle because mutual funds aren't good income tools. They're not good producers of income. Most mutual funds, if they do provide a dividend, it's going to be pretty anemic. It's going to be pretty small, maybe, you know, percent, percent and a quarter. You deserve more than that. And if you need more than that, you're going to have to reverse dollar cost average. You're going to have to sell shares in the same way that you bought them. Now it's going to be that same transaction, but in reverse. You're going to have to sell them. And the problem is, is that there's enough things in life we can't control, but you really can't control a mutual fund because you can't control the value of those shares from month to month. And so let's say that you need income. You can't know what those shares are going to be worth. You don't know if you're going to be selling a few of them. You don't know if you're going to be selling a lot of them. And the problem is, is that if the market's down and God forbid you're like in your seventies and you need to satisfy this thing called a required minimum distribution, the government says, Hey, you got to take this money, whether you like it or not. And the market's down. Now you have to sell at a loss. You don't have a choice. It's either that or face a 50% penalty. And you're not going to do that. So we need to be intentional to understand that as we get closer and closer to retirement, we need to invest truly for something that's going to produce us income. Now, what's going to do that? Well, you have to look outside of the stock market. You got to look outside of growth funds and growth stocks. You've got to look for things that are going to produce income through interest, things that are going to produce income through dividends. What does that look like? Well, number one, you don't have to abandon equities. There's a lot of good quality stocks out there from good quality corporations that have been around for years and years. And guess what? They don't pay you an anemic 1% dividend. They pay you three, three and a half, four, four and a half percent dividend. That's meaningful. That's something you can spend. Number two is looking into fixed income type instruments. You know, we talk about bonds and I'm going to be real specific, not bond funds. Bond funds are a disaster right now. Bond funds are going to have an inverse relationship with the rise of interest rates, right? When the feds raise those interest rates, bond funds take it on the chin. They're really facing a big headwind. So how do you invest in bonds? You do it the old-fashioned way. I know, Amanda, you've got the experience as a fiduciary. I know I do. This is where we roll up our sleeves, and we don't go buy a bond fund. We buy the actual bond because it's a contract, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what provides our clients that steady, consistent stream of interest. Yeah. And with bond funds, we also have to keep in mind that mechanically, they function more like your stock mutual funds than they do 
anything that resembles an actual contractual individual bond. That's correct. And here's the deal. You know, when you have a bond, you have that contract guarantee Mm -hmm. that if you hold that bond to maturity, when the bond matures, you get your money back. Now, of course, that's all subject to default risk and all of that. But you never get that kind of a guarantee with a bond fund, Mm -hmm. right? So what could have been just a paper loss turns into a real loss. So we have to think about bonds. We have to think about bond-like instruments. Those are things like preferreds. Preferreds have a dividend, but that dividend is fixed. It's stated. You know, you think about exchange-traded debt notes. You even think about business development companies. Those are all a universe of tools that you have at your disposal. But the problem is, is that most of the industry, the financial industry that serves retirees, They're not focused on the income. They're focused on the growth, trying to put points on the board. The problem is you have to sell the shares even if you got the points. And that's bad because that's your principle that you're selling. Mm -hmm. So how do we find money in tough times? We have to be intentional. We have to budget. We have to know how much is coming in. We need to inspect and have a good working knowledge of where it's going and who's getting it. We need to maybe call in a life insurance expert, somebody that's going to be able to help us spot some potential within life insurance policies that we paid for years and years. Can we cut down on the premium? Can we eliminate the premium? Can we get more death benefit? Could we turn it into a stream of income like you said, Amanda? We have to, with our own personal investments, whether it's our 401ks, 403bs, or IRAs, we need to invest for income, be purposeful with it, and we can create income even during these tough times. And more income is what we all need in these high inflation environment times. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for being with me. I appreciate your time and your expertise. And for for having me. Absolutely. And I encourage all of you as listeners, if you have questions, please go to our website, www.johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, W-I-M stands for Wealth Income Management.com and post your question to us. Reach out to us. Let us know what kind of topics you'd like to hear us discuss on each episode. And for all of my listeners, all of our listeners, remember, it's up to you to make today a great day. Thanks so much for listening. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.